This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This episode was recorded a couple of hours before the news dropped that Portisdale had been sacked by Stevenage and replaced by Steve Evans. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Barabod. Oh, it was bad, boys, wasn't it? Yeah, it's never a good sign after 30 minutes when you're looking at one another and saying, I don't know who's supposed to be playing where in those middle five players. They're just all over the spot. Yeah. I didn't even get to look at formation. I saw a slight tweak in it and I thought, okay, this looks a bit more positive. But I found out, obviously, Scott had uh, gone down with COVID. Um, So that was a forced change, not a deliberate one. I thought that was part of tactical change after Saturday, but um, I just um, just didn't think there was any change from Saturday. It was it was carbon copy of whatever they set out to do Saturday afternoon at three o'clock last night, and that's exactly how it felt for me. Yeah, I mean, other than other than conceding in the first half, it was you're. I think you're right. It was a carbon copy, wasn't it? We literally went from. Having having like none of the ball in the first fifteen twenty minutes to having ten to fifteen minutes where, okay, the chances the couple of chances that we created weren't exactly quality, but we were just sort of starting to bring ourselves into the game more. We looked slightly more up for it. We we looked like we might be able to do something positive with the ball, and then the second half was just. Unbelievably depressing. The highlight of the game, including our goal, was the sprinklers coming on in the second minute. <laughs> and that was good, wasn't it? That was great fun. I I don't know. I felt there was a. Uh, I think I tweeted about it when I got home and jumped into bed. I literally had five minutes of uh, of walking through the door and going straight upstairs. But I tweeted that uh, Arthur Reed makes us tick, and I think he did. But yeah. for for spells in that second half, I thought it was better. To be fair, Nate, I thought um, I'm not. I'm not too sure if um, ticky tacker football in League Two works, and I and I, I mean that with the greatest respect. But these very yeah. short passes around midfield, I don't think suit us. And I've come up with a formula of how to win League Two. Uh, and if I was going to recruit a brand new team, I've got it sorted, and it sizes to everyone. I'd only recruit six foot two plus players, and we would win the league. See you later, Christy. I'm sorry. I spoke to him last night, actually, first time. Very nice guy. 
But yeah, I would only recruit six foot two plus players and we'd be monstrous and horrible. And then I looked here yeah. and I said it on I think about the 70th minute last night and I tweeted it today as well because I saw someone else talking about it I thought, that's what I said. Um, we aren't aggressive enough. There's no yellow cards going on. Like, no. if, backs to the wall, even if I was playing against uh, Petri Wanderers at Shuffleberry Park, pitch four, when things are going bad, if I don't get that ball and I want to play and do what I know I can do, I'll go out there and try and munch someone. And there's none of that going on. And I was really surprised with that. There's not one person. I think there was a Charlie Carter tackle on the right wing in the second half that was off the pitch slightly. And I thought, just wrap him around you. And uh, that was the only sign of aggression I saw. Yeah, we've just got a bunch of wimps playing for us. That's what it is. They're they're too afraid to get stuck into tackles. They're too afraid to compete. They're too afraid to put the effort in. I don't know what it is. They're They're just... Oh, but an absolute bunch of cowards, aren't they? Talking of cowards, the referee was a proper, proper coward last night. Literally bottled about six yellow cards for them. Properly, I mean properly bottled it. I know we can't expect proper, like, proper good referee in a league two, but he was absolutely dog shit. I mean, he was consistently lenient, but they gained more from that than we did because of the way we approached the game. So, yeah. Yeah. There's several fouls, several several fouls. Then kicking the ball away, like right in his face, and he literally did nothing constantly. It's so so so. Um, their first goal was a really good goal. Oh mate, it was like an arrow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, their second goal just dropped dropped in front of the lad who scored it in the box, and two of our players sort of. Took a step towards it, but why aren't they? Char- you can see where the ball's coming down for fuck's sake. Why aren't you charging it? Yeah, Lyons was pretty hesitant to really get it getting close. We needed him to be right on the shooter. The guy behind him was Prosser, who'd made the header from the near post. So I don't blame him quite as much. He didn't have the time to react after jumping and landing for the header. But yeah, um, yeah, it was tame. And for the first goal, the guy tracking back there. Right back who scored was Elliot List, and that shouldn't be his job. We should have a midfielder no. picking up that right back. And the fact that the entirety of that midfield has been sucked back into the six yard box, leaving the striker to have to cover their right back, it just invites that sort of trouble on. So, you know, it's symptomatic of the problems we've seen week after week after week recently. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, you've got to talk about the inevitable today. The entire, like, I haven't seen a single, like, I mean, I think I might have seen one person advocating for uh, Tisdale to keep the job online, uh, and I'll ask you. I'll ask you both in a minute to give your opinions on it. I said, uh, you know, it, it, we've only, we're only, you know, this is episode five. We're only five episodes into this, and I've uh, in in the last three weeks, I've completely. I think I've completely changed my mind. I was like, no, we got we got we got to give him give him more time. And we're in the middle of a we're in right in the middle of a run of tough games, but the performances are so concerning. There's so little tactical awareness. There's so little effort from the players that I just feel like if we're gonna survive of our own steam, we've got to do something. And we've got to do something now. We've got to make a change because I just I can't see Tisdale inspiring this lot. To keep us up, and I don't necessarily know that another manager will, but I'm just, I just, I just think 
genuinely, this is how depressing it is and desperate it is. I sort of hope for we for a change of manager and we just get a little bit of new manager bounce, give us another six points over the next four games and get us away from Oldham. That is literally it. That, how miserable is that? I um, I'm not too sure. I really am not. And but by the way, that wasn't even before. That was before the game yesterday. I started seeing things online about it, and I was like, mm, I'm not too sure what's going on here. And I saw a lot more of it in the stadium when I was scrolling through social media during the game. Um, but I don't know. I know. Like let's 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 think about it logistically. We've got a game Saturday this away, so the team are travelling Friday if they're staying over, and today they're on a rest day. So we've only got one game or one session together. Maybe Friday they'll do something light, five a size, six v six, whatever, or just run through it, run through whatever they're doing Saturday. I it felt like stay online. There was like a like a summer transfer window going on. There was people talking about him going. You know, they'd have a million people ask me like, "What's going on? What's going on?" I said, "I don't know. You're going to know when I know. I'm not in it. I don't make make any." I make it clearer that I don't have any decision making within the club whatsoever. I just go there because I bloody well love us and I love the people that go to that club and everyone that goes to that club are the ones that actually care dearly about it and anyone else around it could walk away at any second and not care about Steamish. And that's the hard part, I think, for certainly the three of us to sit here and think you invest so much time in this place that we've all got a little bit of our heart in and when you see it going so bad... It's a killer. But we have said every episode or the last couple of episodes that we um, didn't expect anything from Saturday and we didn't expect anything from last night. And we don't expect anything on Saturday. It's the 2nd of April that we need to start turning. And Oldham, to be fair to them, I've pretty much got to play everyone in that top 10. So we're not dead and buried. And I just think to myself, unless you physically see it online that someone's gone or someone's bought the club, we're all in it together. So you got to keep going. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the feeling I the feeling I get at the moment is that it's similar similar to the uh, the the season we should have gone down. Like it's just it's so miserable now, genuinely miserable. It's so the football's so bad. It's so miserable. The players can't be the players look like they can't be asked. I might be completely off the off the mark here, but they don't look like they give a. And I'm finding it really difficult to stand there and do other than complain on the on the terrace. I don't like standing there and shouting. I mean, the amount the amount of times that like when we were we were attacking the north stand and they didn't O'Neill was like right in front of us and I'm like go make a run. I'm shouting at him make a run because he's got 20 yards in front of him where he can make a run down the flank and hopefully get the ball because we all know where Prosser's trying to put it. Right corner, like corner of the right, right, uh, right hand side of the box. Like, go and make that run, get into that space. And he stood, stood there, waited for Prosser to do something else, and just walked back. It's, it's not just O'Neill. That's the, that's just the one example that I can think of right now, and it riles me up no end because I'm not a professional footballer. I've never played it at any level other than like a like Sunday league, right? But if I can see, you should be making that run, giving Prosser the option because we all know he likes putting it there. If I know, if I can see that he should be doing that, why the fuck can't he? He's a professional footballer. He gets paid money to play this fucking game, and he can't fucking do it. I don't know. And that's after what I think was probably O'Neill's best game for the club that we've seen so far. I think certainly him and uh, Wildin played all right. 
on uh, Tuesday night. There's reasonable defence down the flank, reasonable options from them both as well. It wasn't down to them that we conceded and it wasn't down to them that we didn't have the options that we needed a lot of the time. What we were yeah. seeing was balls to the full-backs and then they'd look ahead of them up the line and have nothing. And then you think, yeah. well, if there's no one ahead of you up the line, there should be lots of midfielders centrally for you available and they're all stood near each other and easily marked so they have to go back to the keeper or the centre-backs. There was not the outlet that they needed when they needed it the majority of the time until the last 10 minutes when everything was just gung-ho because yeah. we're 2-0 down. I just can't see that any any professional footballer, I'm just going back to you, Nate, your previous comment, I can't see that they don't care. I really don't. And I just think, at the minute, it really isn't working and it really isn't clicking. No professional footballer in League yeah. 2 wants on their, on their CV a relegation. You look at someone like Ben Nugent, was with us, and I think he got hounded by a lot of fans and not a lot of people liked him. Um, did, and yeah. now look where he is. He's just, he went to Barnet and then he's dropped even further from Barnet, gone back to the original team that he was at when we found him and plucked him out. I just can't see how any of them really don't care. I really don't. And if they didn't care, you know, what what the hell are we doing turning up every week, hoping for a glimmer of hope, hoping for a draw, hoping for a goal, hoping for a little bit of inspiration or... Actually, what we probably right need right now is a little bit of luck, and I mean luck as in everything going our yeah. way. Because it, it's not, is it? There's nothing smashing off. I mean, there was a there was a cross one night, last night, for example, that just needed to be smashed across the box, and it could have gone off anyone and gone in. Instead, we tried to clip it in, which was just the wrong decision. And I just think we're just we're just that far off luck. We haven't even got luck on our side to get us out of this hole. Yeah. And I just don't know. I just yeah. don't know where we go from here. I really don't know how we go from here. I haven't got the answer. I don't get paid to know the answer. All I care is is that we look like we're in absolute dire. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know, mate. It's gutted. It's, I just, it really is going. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Like, and 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 that's why I sort of caveated what I was saying with like, I'm sure they do care, but it doesn't look like they care. And you you know as much as I do, like. As as fans, like if they don't look like they give a shit, I'm gonna get on their back. If, you, if you're walking around the pitch, you're not closing your man down often enough. It might just it might be that you're knackered, right? It's a, I know it's a long season. They play a lot of games, right? Are you knackered? Are you exhausted? Have you not got the mental capacity just to constantly keep yourself driven and going forward and pushing forward? There has to be something as some reason as to why they're not doing it. Because I tell you, other teams come here and they chase everything. I wouldn't be half as fucked off as I am if they just looked like they wanted it. Genuinely, if they looked like they wanted it, the feeling would be that the performance is, while not good enough, like it's not for a want of trying. But at the moment, it don't look like they're trying half the time. The last 10 minutes of the game, by the way, yesterday, after we scored, and probably two or three minutes leading up to us getting a goal, was f***ing exciting. I don't care what anybody says. We were knocking it around. I know you said League 2, you can't really play tiki-taka football, right? You're never going to... You, you, you can try, but you're not... You're playing in League 2 for a reason. You're not good enough, really, to play that football. And I get it. But it was f***ing enjoyable to watch. I'm telling you now, that last 10 minutes, really enjoyable. I mean, I know, I know that the ref only gave like four minutes or whatever it was at the end of their half when he should have given like 12 because he's a, just a twat. But yeah, it's, I, I was 
that last 10 minutes made almost almost made that game worth it almost yeah I agree actually there was a bit more of a buzz when there was a bit of a lift in the ground yeah. and uh, I think it was do you know what 79 minutes the drum started and I was like what are you lot doing if yeah. I was over there and there was no atmosphere the one thing I would do is I'd pick that drum up and have a go at it but oh man that that was that was hard to take but yeah no you're absolutely right mate it really did get a lot I better spoke, I spoke. And thought to myself we're in this yeah we were we were. They looked like they were going to. They were struggling to contain us. But the, the problem is, is that we're so bad at. We're not. We're so bad at fashioning quality chances, and then we can't even. We can't take them either. When we do make them, we don't. We can't take them. Like lines was right. Like well, more or less right on the penalty spot as the ball comes across and he straights it into the bottom right hand corner. Why? Like why is it we can only score from right in front of the fucking goal? Yeah, and he'd already missed from closer than that from a header, so uh, oh, yeah. it was a, it was a tough day in front of goal. It was a great clearance, wasn't it, that header? <laughs> uh, On the subject of um, extra time, we should send best wishes to Luke Norris because that was quite a nasty one he took. Yeah, absolutely. It's never good news when you see a player absolutely uh, still and prone. And uh, it was, yeah, he was I, a medical uh, staff he, dealt with it really he, well. He was, he was, he was like still for a long time as well. He like was, the way the was players out. reacted. Was he? Yeah, I spoke to uh, Dad yeah. on the way out, and I was like, "Have you spoke to him?" He said, "Yeah, he's just texted me." He said he was completely knocked out, and it was bizarre. So I was stood on the pitch, and obviously I've known Luke for years and years, and uh, I literally yeah. just got off my seat and went and stood by the gate, thinking I'm going to go out there. And literally, the stretcher went out. I went, they haven't got enough people. Can I go? They're like, let's just wait. Let's just wait. So yeah, I didn't end up going with them, but. Uh, I gave him a text yeah. when I got home last night and then he replied this morning saying he's got a one pound in headache. But just a quick one on yeah, that on the rules. Um, that would have gone down as a concussion sub, wouldn't it, as he went off? So we yeah. would have still been able yeah, to so use all of our three out. subs. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should we should have been able to use another... another. T- you get an extra sub, didn't you? And if I'm right in thinking as well, we could have gone back on as well. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, there's there's I one to look into. I think... I think I think once they come off, they're not allowed back on, are they? Yeah. We've got to hope it's not too long term because I don't think there's a player in the squad right now that we can afford to lose. More than Norris. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And that can be, concussion can be like, a, sometimes they step in, don't they, and say like 30 days or something absolutely shocking like that. So we could be right in Bob without him. It's not an easy one to predict. I think the standard like assessment is two weeks, isn't it? He was. But I mean, that'll that'll bring him back for Oldham and arrested Luke Norris might be what we need for that game. Yes, that's true. Might be a blessing in disguise. Um, so uh, I did a poll earlier on the on the podcast account. You get you. Hi, sixty-two votes, man. And really? I tell you, it's almost as contentious as Brexit. Fifty-three <laughs> percent. Said he should go, with forty six percent saying he should really? stay. Yeah, I was vote number two. I voted to stay. He should say he should stay. We've got a thirty three percent share share of the votes here. So what are we saying? Uh, I said. Uh, I said. Uh, I said yes. I think oh, I don't want him around anymore. <laughs> yeah, I assume you would vote one. It's mis- it's miserable. I just want him gone now. Ah. A proper jump shit man. Like from two weeks ago, I just want him gone. Pat. I say stay. I think we've seen some good performances under him. We haven't seen the progression we wanted recently, but at this point, 
to quote the wonderful Mark Hollis, who would you replace him with? And can you get them in with the time to make any positive impact on the team? And I'm not sure you can. So I think your best option is to stick and to trust. How about you, Drakkers? I agree with you if that helps. I think we should stay with him. I don't see the point in trying to rattle the ship. They're obviously working on bits and pieces. And I think we've got to go for it. We said we said we weren't going to get anything out of this week at all. Saturday, Mansfield, don't expect anything there either, to be fair. But yeah. um, keep working at it. And we need, what, six points, I'd say. You know, we do. We Oldham's, Oldham's the big game. You've got Colchester. We've got Scunthorpe as well. Yeah. There you go. Nine points in the back. All three of those are massive. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, I think stay and uh, hope for the best. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, if, he, if, he, if, if nothing happens and he doesn't go, like it's not going to change. I'm not going to. I'm not going to like, start bitching about it all the time and constantly tweet tweet about sacking the fraud like someone's do. But uh, uh, I don't really care. Actually, like, I was, I'm not going to be best pleased, but actually, I don't give a shit. I, uh, you do give a shit. And that's the problem, mate. It's just how it is, isn't it? Um, Pat, you said you've got a you got a stat of the day or stat of the week or fact of the day. More, of, more of a fact, yeah. I'm a statistician, so I can't call not a stat a stat. But um, do you know what it's the nine year anniversary of today? Today. Nine year anniversary no, of no. my favourite ever Stevenage game. Two thousand and five. Did we bat a Luton away or something? I don't know. Stevenage 4, Sheffield United 0. Oh, Those were good times. Was it the oh, Danny, before the slippery slope. Was it the Danny Lopez hat-trick day? It certainly was. Oh, yeah, what a game. I went out that one. I was supposed to go. I, got, I think I had to work in the end. Fuming. I was there. And uh, thinking about it after last night's game, really chipping. <laughs> uh, what I would give for a Danny Lopez right now. Honestly. Can we call Danny... He's on Twitter, isn't he, Danny Lopez? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to find him now, is it? There's going to be like 900 people called Danny Lopez. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, what a player. Uh, right, we're going to wrap it up because we've talked, spoken, about it for, spoken about this crap for 25 minutes already. Let's have a score prediction, Pat, on the weekend. Are we playing Mansfield? We are yeah. playing Mansfield away, mate. Mansfield 2, Steve. So will be another good prediction, Pat. Yep. Give us a prediction on the attendance as well. Away follow attendance, Pat. <laughs> the away, away follow attendance, oh. 36. <laughs> 36. Drackers? <laughs> I'm going for a 2-1 loss with an away attendance of 24. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with a 3-1 loss. No, I'm not. Do you know what? Do you know what? Nah. Screw it. Speak a victory into existence. I'm going to go with a 1-0 proper Schauser housing win. Like, 85th <laughs> minute penalty. Get Late. completely against runner play, right? Lady luck. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be 18 Stevenage fans there to see it. And I think the game should be dedicated to Matt Farley, who goes absolutely everywhere, that poor guy, and watches everything... <laughs> And even he's not happy. And if he ain't happy... We didn't speak about it on the last episode, but uh, I forget who it was that took the picture now, but there's a pic- that, that picture of uh, him oh. went out, went out, didn't it? 
of him just stood dejected in the stands. And I said on Twitter, and I'll say it again, I give him a proper hard time about that red coat of his and about being way more positive than any human being has a right to be. But when Matt f***ing Farley stood there looking like someone's (laughs) strangled his dog in front of him, you know something's wrong with the club, inside and out. And... And I think Chud's called him. Chud's, took his Chud's, missus to football last night. Yeah, I mean, Chud's called Chud's called him our best fan. And as much as he annoys the absolute f-ing stones off me, he's absolutely our best fan, isn't he? By a country mile, <laughs> he is. He is. He is the most positive man in the world, um, and he cares. So he, he cares. cares and sees the best in every situation, except for this one. He's finally. Come round to yeah, our yeah. school of thought, isn't he? Snaps. Finally. <laughs> and that is proper miserable. That's proper depressing. The fact that this fucking club have stamped out any positivity that even Matthew Farley has. Oh. Shambles. Oh, Farley. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna knock this one on the head and I'm gonna edit out what I just said. Just <laughs> just, just just so I don't thank get you. banned from the ground and I, I don't cost Druckers his job. But uh, thank you everyone for listening, and we look forward to uh, complaining for another forty-five minutes on Sunday after we go and suck sh- in Man- Mansfield. <laughs> There's a lot of it about. Have, have a have a good have a good few days, chaps, and uh, try not to let Burrow ruin your weekend. <laughs> uh... Cheerio, lads. Rossinho, passing from midfield, it's Rossinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. An old tracker, an old traffic cracker in front of the Stratford end. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.